0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Steve Cavendish, sitting in for Brayden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, May 25th. Today on the show, scalping hockey tickets, the U.S. national team roster is missing a Nashville SC player, but first, it's game five of the playoffs for the Preds. The 440 is built every morning for free for you by the Kingston Group. Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. You've heard Braden say it a million times, these guys are the real deal. This isn't some random collection of contractors. These are men and women who take the time to get to know you and what you want from your home. Go visit the website, buildkg.com, take a look at the work, and you'll see everything you need to see. And remember the name, The Kingston Group. After two thrilling double overtime games in Nashville to tie the series at two games apiece, the Predators face Carolina tonight in Raleigh. To preview the game, we brought in the Athletics' Adam Vinion to answer three crucial questions about the contest. Adam, thanks for making time. First question, can Nashville win away from Bridgestone? Can they win
1: on the road? Sure. Uh, they're going to have to. They need one game in raleigh in order to win the series and pull off an incredible upset that virtually nobody expects and when they were down two nothing in the series and they had to win four or five to win the series we all thought that was impossible but now they've won two in a row each in double overtime and now they just have to win two of three which is much more doable in theory to me the key is the play of uc Soros, who was incredible in games three and four he made 58 saves in game four which is a franchise record uh, i believe he made 110 saves across the two games of course game three also went to double overtime and as we have learned in the stanley cup playoffs that a goaltender is the great equalizer so if uc sorrows can maintain this play which he has shown through the course of the past two and a half months that he can You know, with a hiccup here or there, I think the Predators can absolutely steal one in Raleigh. Am I still counting on the Hurricanes to find a way to win this series? Yes, but it is a lot closer than I anticipated it after two games.
0: What does home ice mean in this series? Because it seems like it's been it's been a real thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's a real thing this year. Um, I oftentimes roll my eyes whenever I hear players talk about home ice advantage and playing in front of the fans and the energy it provides, and I'm sure it does. I don't want to discount that, but I, I sometimes just think those are platitudes that make for great sound bites on on local news and social media podcasts um, like this one podcasts like this one but this year i do think it makes a difference because of what the past year and a half has has meant to the the landscape of sports you know both of these teams played their postseason games in a bubble last year in front of nobody other than their own teammates and you saw it in games 1 and 2 in raleigh you saw it in games 3 and 4 in nashville the crowd was loud the crowd uh, I think plays a huge role in those games going in favor of the home teams. So um, usually I would say, no, home ice doesn't matter. But I actually do think in this case it does uh, just because what was old is now new again.
0: Final question. Uh, will we see Victor Arvidsson this week and will he make a difference?
1: So the answer to the both question, actually, the answer to both questions is I don't know. He's missed <laughs> the past two games with an injury. Uh, in the two games he played in Raleigh, he was a non-factor. He had just come back from injury. He missed the last five games of the regular season with an injury. He hasn't really been himself through most of the season. If he is healthy, he is going to play. I can't imagine John Hines holding him out if he is healthy. But, but if he is in the lineup, he is going to have to make a difference because so many players have done that in his absence. Luke Cunning stepped up huge in, in Game 4, scoring twice. Matt Shane and Ryan Johansson have upped their games. Uh, the much maligned $8 million forwards for the Predators. So Victor <laughs> Arvidsson certainly will need to follow suit if he's back in Atlanta.
0: That was Adam Vignola of The Athletic. You can catch he and Braden on the Gold Standard Podcast right here on the 440 Podcast Network with reaction shows after every playoff game. And just a reminder, pay for good journalism, folks. The athletics packed with great hockey coverage, including Adams, and for the price of a good beer or a meal deal at your favorite fast food place, you get great coverage of all the biggest sports. Okay, so I've been obsessing over this for 24 hours. Do you want to go to Thursday night's game? I mean, it's sold out, obviously, but as of Monday evening, there were still seats available via resale on StubHub and Ticketmaster. For 120 bucks or so, you can grab tickets in the upper bowl it'll likely cost you at least $200 to get into the 100 sections. Now, it would just be a lot of fun to be part of that atmosphere, particularly since, one, we haven't gotten to experience full crowds all season, and two, there's every chance it might be the last home appearance of the year for the Predators. I went looking for my favorite place to watch a game in the top row of a corner section in the lower bowl because you're right below those suites You've got great sight lines and you can stand without worrying about pissing off the people behind you. And they're going for 230 bucks. It's very, very tempting. This is what happens when you haven't seen a game in person all season. Don't tell the wife. For fans of the U.S. men's national team, the pandemic has created a backlog of games for the rest of the year. The U.S. plays in the Nations League, in the Gold Cup, and in World Cup qualifying matches over the next six months. But when the early roster for the Nations League came out, Nashville SC defender Walker Zimmerman wasn't on it. I talked to Ben Wright of Speedway Soccer and Broadway Sports about the snub.
2: I don't know if I would say that he's completely missed the window. Um, I, I think there's always a chance that he can kind of play himself back into contention. But I mean, at the same time, I, this is a pretty good look, I think, at where he where he stands in the in the overall picture. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it's a surprise if you go back to the January camp when he was called up. Um and kind of went in at least from the outside with the expectation of, of playing a lot. He didn't play in the first game and, and came off the bench in the 85th minute or something in the second game. Um, and that seemed like a, a chance for him to kind of earn his way up the, up the pecking order a little bit. Um, he wasn't listed on the provisional roster for the, for the nation's league. And then if, I mean, if you go through the roster and look at the guys ahead of him, I mean, John Brooks is an every week starter in Europe. Matt Mia's a, uh, Mark McKenzie and Matt Miazga are both kind of turning into every week starters in Belgium. Um, Aaron long obviously went out with injury, but even on the provisional roster, you had a guy like Justin Che who's barely played um, for, for Bayern Munich's reserve team, a 17 year old prospect who's in there in the provisional roster ahead of Zimmerman. So I just think there are a lot of really talented options at center back. And I'm not sure it's the worst thing ever that you have a really good domestic center back. Who's, MLS defender of the year caliber player who's not necessarily involved in the, uh, in the national team picture for the national team. I think that's probably a good thing. It means that your player pool is, is pretty stacked for Nashville fans. It's a bummer, but uh, at the same time, you'll, you'll get him more this summer, which is, which is a good thing.
0: Uh, real quick, uh, it looks like there's going to be a lot of Nashville players sort of in play for their national teams this summer. Uh, looks like Godoy could probably get some games somewhere, uh, as well as Randall Leal, uh, who else do you expect uh, could get could get called up by their country this summer?
2: Well, I mean, I, I fully expect that Zimmerman's gonna be at least on the on the first part of the Gold Cup roster. It's weird. You can you can kind of call in players and, and let some go after the group stage. So I, I expect he'll at least be involved in that. Randall All is on the provisional roster for Costa Rica in the in the Nations League semifinal and, and he should be he should be involved. He's he's a pretty key member of their team. He might also be involved in the Gold Cup. It, it kind of remains to be seen how much Nashville is going to want to let him go. Um, Anibal Godoy is going to be involved in the Gold Cup and in World Cup qualifying. Alistair Johnston is going to be involved in one of the two, if not both. Um, I mean, there's an off chance that even a guy like Dan Lovitz, if it's a domestic-based roster, could get called up for the Gold Cup. And then you have Jondra Cadiz, who's probably going to at least be on the preliminary roster for the Copa America. So Nashville could be without six or seven players for a pretty decent stretch
0: of the summer. You can find Ben's excellent work at broadwaysportsmedia.com. Tonight's docket coming up in just a second, but just a quick reminder that the 440 is built every morning for you for free by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Go to the website buildkg.com to see their work. On the docket. The puck drop for the Preds and Canes will be at 7 p.m. on Bally Sports if you want to listen to Willie and Chris Mason or CNBC for the national telecast where they haven't announced the play-by-play person, but the excellent A.J. Malesko will probably do the commentary. For college baseball diehards, the SEC network has first pitch for Florida and Kentucky in the SEC tournament at 10.30 a.m. The network is basically going to be wall-to-wall baseball for the rest of the week. Thank you guys all for listening. I am Steve Cavendish of the Nashville Banner, launching late this year to cover local Nashville news. For more information, go to nashvillebanner.com. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, May 25th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written by Steve Cavendish, produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.